Third Friday of the month, so we get to catch up with Sam out there in DeWitt, the Extension Radio Show. Good morning, Sam. Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Now, it looks like tomorrow's going to be a big day if you're a 4-H member and uh, if you've got maybe a, a beef cattle there. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, yeah. So tomorrow, um, starting at, uh, at 8 a.m., we will be having our market beef weigh-in. Um, so if you plan to show your beef cattle, market beef cattle, at the fair this summer, whether you're FFA or 4-H, you need to come have it weighed in tomorrow. Um, now, if you happen to miss uh, tomorrow's weigh-in, there are a couple other weigh-ins that happen um, around the area. I know Scott County does their weigh-in on Sunday. I don't know the specifics on that, though. Um, but uh, last year we had uh, 161 animals with over 80 exhibitors. So there was a there was a lot of stake going through the gate there last year. Of course, this takes place at the DeWitt Vet Clinic. What times everything get underway? Uh, 8 a.m. Um, or as uh, as I like to say, uh, the crack of dawn. Because last year I got there early and uh, <laughs> and there were trailers waiting for me. Um, so uh, yeah, it's. People people like to get this uh, get this done. Um, it's a it's an interesting experience though, especially if you're not uh, if you're not from a farm like I am. Um, it's a it's it's just unique experience that uh, that only extension can provide you. So how long did it take for all that to take place last year? Um, it was uh, it was a little over three hours okay. that that took place, and there and there really wasn't much downtime. Um, cattle just kept going through the chute. Um, kind of one after another. Uh, there'd be a, a, a few times where maybe we'd have a couple-minute break. Um, and, uh, you know, thankfully, it looks like it's going to be better weather this year than last year because I froze my feet off last year. Um, so this year looks like a little bit better, plus I bought some better boots. Okay, good idea. Again, I'm visiting Sam Jensen on the Extension Radio Show. Let's talk a little bit about egg and natural resources. Yep. Um, so uh, if you want your commercial pesticide um, reshow, you have a you have less than a week to get it done. Uh, December 21st is the last time we're doing the reshow. So we're going to move on to private pesticide. Um, we have four total showings for private pesticide this year. Um, two will take place on January 9th, one in the morning, one in the afternoon. And then two will take place on February 1st, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. Um that will take place at the DeWitt Community Center, which if you don't know where that is, it's uh, it's right across from the library, um, pretty much kind of on the main square there in DeWitt. Okay. Now, I notice here you're not having a master gardener training this winter. Yep, yep. It just doesn't work for staff time this winter. So um, if someone wants to do uh, master gardener training this winter, um, they need to contact Jackson County Extension, and they're at 563 652 Four nine two three. They will be doing Master Gardener training this winter, and um, and what can happen is you can do your training up in Master up in uh, Jackson County, and then transfer down here to do your remaining volunteer hours after you get your twenty done in Jackson County. I know that's a very popular program, the Master Gardener program. So again, Jackson County Extension Office five six three six five two four nine. Two, three. Let's talk a little bit about Crop Advantage. That's taking place down in Davenport? Yeah, yeah. Crop Advantage is a big event for us. 
Um, <clears throat> it takes place at the Rhythm City Casino on January 19th. It's pretty much a, a whole day affair. And um, and 84% of attendees, when responding to follow-up surveys, have said that information from Crop, crop Advantage um, saves them between fifth, between five and twenty dollars per acre, which um, you know, with the number of acres some of these farmers have, that's a lot of money they can save. I would guess so. Let's talk a little bit about some of the sessions that are going to take place. Yeah. So Chad Hart, um, our extension crop marketing specialist, he's he's a a little bit of a, a local celebrity. <clears throat> um, he's going to tackle uh, crop markets in 2024. Quote: Can we get back to normal? Um, and then, uh, and then some kind of breakout sessions are um, the the crop weather outlook, keeping crops healthy for maximum profit, reducing loss one cover crop at a time, using drones for weed management, uh, the 2024 farm profit outlook and management, and evaluating and renovating pastures and hay fields, which is a really interesting uh, session because we've had quite a few people that have come in over the last year asking about that, asking about um, how can you, how can I renovate my pasture? How can I change over to a hay field? What do I need to do? What are the steps? Um, it, it's, it's really interesting. Again, that will be coming up in uh, January, but uh, January 19th. But uh, if you get in touch with them before January 13th, you can save some money. Yeah, yeah. Registration, $75 before January 13th. January 13th and onward is $100. And you can register at www.aep, as in play, .iastate.edu slash cas slash davenport.html. Okay, it might be best just to have people give you a call and they can get some more information That's on true, that. That's true, yeah. What's your phone number, yep. Sam? <laughs> it's 563-653. 6595125. All right, very good. Let's move on to now our Hort question of the week. What are mistletoe and holly and why are they so closely identified with Christmas? Oh, this is a this is a good question. Um, mistletoe is a semi-parasitic plant with leathery evergreen leaves and small white berries. Um, mistletoe plants manufacture their own food but obtain water and mineral nutrients from a host plant. Uh, the plant has waxy white berries, but the berries are poisonous. So when you are buying mistletoe, oftentimes the, uh, the live berries are replaced with fake berries to make it safe for your home. Um, if you are using mistletoe in your home, real mistletoe in your home during the holiday season, keep the sprigs out of reach of children and pets. Um, Using mistletoe on Christmas decorations, it's a survival of the Druid and pre-Christian practices from Europe. Mistletoe is one of the most sacred plants in European folklore. It was once considered a bestower of life and fertility. A good mistletoe crop foretold Welsh farmers um, of a good crop for the upcoming season, and mistletoe was also thought to help individuals who had problems bearing children. So um, a, lot of <laughs> a lot of lore behind mistletoe. Um, now, holly, on the other end, is, uh, is prized for its glossy leaves, glossy green leaves, and brightly colored fruit. Not poisonous. So don't, you don't have to worry about holly um, berries and holly leaves around kids and pets this year. <clears throat> um, only the female holly plants produce attractive berry-like fruit. So if you're going out and buying uh, holly, make sure that you're buying the female holly plants. 
Um, when planting hollies, a male cultivar must be planted in the same general area as the female hollies for pollination and fruit set. One male plant is usually adequate for several female plants. Um, so while they're frequently used for holiday decor, they're not uh, reliably hardy in Iowa unless you're growing them in a greenhouse or growing them indoors. Um, however, winterberry and uh, meserve hybrid hollies can be successfully grown here. While most hollies are evergreen, winterberry is deciduous, which means it loses all of its leaves in the fall. Winterberry grows six to 10 feet tall. The fruit on the female plants turns bright red in the fall and persists into winter. Excellent fruiting varieties include sparkleberry, winter red, afterglow, red sprite, uh, and Jim Dandy is a good pollinator for afterglow and red sprite. Southern Gentleman pollinates winter red and sparkleberry. Some of the names that they come up with for these holly plants, uh, it's just so unique. Um, so why it's associated with Christmas is because holly was considered sacred by the ancient Romans. Holly was used to honor Saturn, the god of agriculture, during their Saturnalia festival held during the winter solstice. Romans gave one another holly wreaths, carried it in processions, processions, and decked images of Saturn with it. During the early years of Christian religion in Rome, many Christians continued to deck their homes with holly to avoid detection and persecution by Roman authorities. Gradually, holly became a symbol of Christmas as Christianity became the dominant religion of the Roman Empire. All right, let's time move on to our Spend Smart, Eat Smart segment of our program. The holiday season is in full gear right now, Sam. Yes, I completely agree. Um, we have a, a ton of uh, holiday food at my house. Um, I, uh, I kind of want to go home and eat some right now, honestly. Um, but food gifts can be easy and an inexpensive way to acknowledge someone at the holidays. Here are some that you might enjoy. Number one, a custom spice blend. You can spend a few dollars on spices at the grocery store, mix them up into blends you like, package it into a few small jars. These make great ready-to-go gifts that give a little taste of your kitchen to someone else. Now, there's sweet treats. Dropping a sweet treat by your friend's home or workplace is a great way to show you're thinking about them. These treats are crowd-pleasers that travel well, and they include pumpkin, pumpkin apple cake, which is moist and delicious, Cranberry oatmeal bars are chewy and speckled with red cranberries. And apple cinnamon bread is delicious for a snack, dessert, or breakfast. Now, you can also have a cozy meal for friends. Inviting friends over during the holidays does not have to be fancy or expensive. You can think of a big pot of soup and a loaf of bread. Make for a delicious and festive meal. In place of a gift, invite your friends over for dinner and try one of these delicious soups, including chicken and rice soup, which is an all-time favorite, Pasta fagiole soup, which is probably my favorite, uh, it's a rich, uh, it's rich with Italian flavors and makes the house smell great. And loaded potato soup, which is a creamy classic. Now to tie that up, there's some no need bread um, and golden cornbread, which make great sides for the soups. Well, you're making me hungry, Sam. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, great catching up with you. I'm great the show is back on. We'll be catching up with you when we get into the new year on the first and third Friday. Again, thank you so much. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to everybody out there in DeWitt. Yes, certainly. You too.